and for radio. Gentlemen, tonight marks a very, very, very special occasion. I believe this time, I've mentioned it before, several episodes back, and again, even even further back, but the concept of a Pathfinder Society adventure, which is small and, and has six mini adventures, you'd think you'd get to, it says it, do it in four hours. He says it's gonna, I said six episodes. Then we had like a little bonus content spinoff series, and I think we're at like, what, 25, what, like 14, 25 episodes? <laughs> Season one, I think I like to call it. But anyway, gentlemen, you've seen me with my giant water mug that actually has this logo on it. The steam whistle for playing Axis and Allies with the boys back in the day. We don't have Starbucks here in Canada. Well, we do. We just don't like it as much. We have Tim Hortons. And I have this, which has been recently pictured on Facebook and Instagram, thanks to Ashley Florence. Newest edition, honorary romonger. Yay. And I have it full of tea. Because daddy doesn't drink coffee. But what's this? What's this? Did Frank always, always, always tend to drink his own craft beer and actually steal his family logo from it? Well, that's that's not right. Recently, we've talked about our backgrounds for our characters and talked about our backgrounds in real life. Now, my mom's side, British, 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 raised on Benny Hill, as you know, blah, blah, blah. And Nana got me drinking something called a shandy. It's beer and ginger ale. And yes, you can put lemon in beer. But Frank, Aiden, do tell... What is this lemon straight into beer and you call a shandy? What? What? What's that? What, 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 Don't what, ask what, me. What, I've been 21 proper? less than a month. And of that, I've drinking five beers. And that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Jesus. Exactly. He's already wearing the skull right. t-shirt. You got the rest of your life to develop your alcoholism. <clears throat> that's right. Don't wear that right. thing out in one day. Wear that so is that like American beer? Like, I know American uh, beer can, can compared to Canadian beer is like making love in a canoe. But uh, I've heard that one. I'm not, no, fucking close to water. Um, fair enough. But, yeah. uh, um, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, just just the way that some of the wheat beers go, they, they try to market it, you know, by putting some citrus in there, whether it's an orange yeah, but or that's lemon. Yeah, that's what or, they call a shandy. Whatever. So, I, so, I don't call that a shandy. I call that orange in my beer. Okay. Now, I'm not a big drinker. I do drink. And all these people go, oh, I don't drink, uh, you know, but for dietary reasons. And, uh, you know, there's special things on special occasions. But tonight, gentlemen, I showeth to you. That's a, lem- that that's a, a lemon shandy. Is that lightning Lightning I typed it in the chat because there's Kukul. no way. They wrote it in, like, handwriting across the label. So there's no way I can pronounce it. Oh, Lord, dude, that... Yeah, that's, that's a good beer. That's... Leinen Lilgus. It's German. Or, or it could be Dutch or Austrian. It could be Dutch. Isn't that strange? Couldn't it be both? Leinen Lilgus. Oh. That is weird. That is weird. This is a German-Dutch conglomeration. Und ja, Freund. Das wunderbar. Wunderbar. Oh, here's, here's I, I don't think I can put it into words, gentlemen, so I'll just have to show you visually what I think of this. <laughs> it's oh, I thought you were going to start masturbating. Like sucking, <laughs> it's that good. I two-handed power bombed it. You sick little mother. Remember, this is a podcast, so that still hasn't been clarified. He put both hands around it <clears throat> before he shoved it down his throat. Ooh. Uh, he oh, power bombed it real well. <laughs> power bomb. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that having your pinky up makes it any better, Jeff. 
Yeah. Actually, <laughs> having it, his pinky up makes him sophisticated. Does. Makes it fancy. Makes me feel fancy, even though it's spilling down my chin onto my chest. And tonight we are sporting another one of Synthetic Bliss's t-shirt line for a logo for us, the Rollmongers podcast, the D20 Sporting Shield and Lance, because tonight we're playing Dice Before Dishonor. When last we left our heroes, I believe a certain benefactor, a Mr. Romeo Casti, who this entire time has funded expeditions, been the source of your enjoyment and adventure, sent you abroad all over Taldor and a little bit across the boarding border. Well, actually, across the border twice. East and West. You've been abroad. And? And? What thanks do I get? No, he's not really noble. He's using dirty money. And you'll stand right next to Whisper to your cousin. Why demand satisfaction? So, picture the scene. The blue ball in space. A ship approaching. A starship just passing the planet of Octurn. No, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Wrong podcast. <laughs> Falling from the sky. Over, over top, top of, of Taldor. That's, that's, you know, I actually think, think just, just interrupt, interrupt myself, myself because, because I, can. I can. Can you interrupt yourself? Has anyone heard I, I the can. song Edelweiss, which was the national anthem back in Song of Music for... Right, so I think Opera or Taldor should like have an anthem. You know what I mean? Something that's sort of like steeped in its quasi-Roman tradition of expansion back in the day and now into its French decadence. Can you have that to me by Thursday, Matt? Thank you. Okay, so dropping out of the sky into court, the palace, as we mentioned before, two men doff their cloaks, roll up their sleeves, and draw their weapons to be placed on dainty looking pillows because we don't want this to be mortal combat. <laughs> that's that's uncivilized. And they are handed a wooden replica of their weapon of choice. Sir Gilder, sorry, Lord Gilder Varth. What does your sword look like? What does it resemble? This piece of wood that you're going to whack at thee with? Uh, let's see. <clears throat> it would just be like a, you know, your, your standard long swordy Wooden a long sword. sword. Traditional. <laughs> Manly. <laughs> a long sword, yes. Your opponent, Romeo Acasti, if that is his real name, draws a rapier. Of course he does. And hands it over and takes a thinner stick that kind of waggles a little bit when he tests it in the air. A switch as it were. Switch. Doffing his Santa Claus cloak. Now, a uh, fan told me that they thought Romeo was a heavyset man. He is not. But describing the Santa Claus cloak, the white fur trim on the red. I could see where they maybe got the possession. No, uh, Winston is our, shall we say, largest or rotund cavalier. Romeo Casti is a man, I would say, in his early 30s, a ginger beard, curly, curly, reddish-orange hair, the poofy, uh, I forget what they call them, the, um, the bellboys pants, that come to the knee and then hose underneath in the buckle shoe. One's poofy cavalier shirt that tends to get one laid on Halloween if you know how to put it into a costume properly. Yes, yes. And doffing said cloak. The crowd pushes furniture back to make room for the combatants. You have your 30-foot spread, as it were. Let us zoom in on the scene and see Winston. 
and everyone just just backing right up. Nothing to see here. Give him some space. Move yep. along. Move along. Nothing yep, to see. Yep, 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 yep. Move along. Move along. Nothing to see. Let me... Hello. My name is Amigo Montoya. All right. Let us assume that all space in front of the couches circling the fire pit is open ground. Danger zone! So picture four Duvons on the corners of a square forming sort of a off-kiltered square with a large 10-foot in diameter fire pit in the center. The combatants face off each other in a salute either side and wait for the princess's blessing to begin. She begins by saying, gentlemen, I implore you, this is court. And although I shall deem this duel both legal and pray non-lethal, hence your weapons have been confiscated and these practice dueling swords in their place, draw no other weapon. The conditions are to yield, not disarmament, and I bid you both remember where you are and whose eyes are upon you. Turning, both giving a bow and a salute to the princess, a strange combat Star Trekky one-on-one music begins to play in the background with, from the minstrels, and the combatants close. Wait, you mean the kind that's not copyrighted? That's right. Sort of an alternate yes. version. That's why I said Star Trekky as opposed to just like, you know, straight up. Dun, 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 no, dun, dun, trying to get a suit. <clears throat> six seconds, six, six seconds. We're good. Fair use. One Mississippi of you. No, nay, I say it's a free country. All of you dare, dareth any of you dare to interfere. All roll for initiative. I see not myself on the initiative order. Did thou select thyself? Mine self has been selected. I pulleth the pin and the holy hand grenade. Gentlemen, I present to you the new dice tower. Although made of combar- con cardboard. Con. And, it's almost like and, concrete. And quite affordable at under $15 Canadian, thanks to Warworld at www.worldwargaming.com. I found this to be a less ripoff from playing for $30, $50 for a piece of plastic in the same mold. This will do nicely. And although not giving that gratification sound, it keeps me from losing my dice because I have too much on my desk running technical and podcastical and testicle and diemical. Who doesn't? Only for good luck. To cool them off while rolling dice. I said I was tossing my rocks, but uh, I didn't specify. <laughs> Why do you think the camera's from the shoulders up? Always, always. He's at a standing Shoulder. desk. <laughs> Shoulder, shoulders up, shoulders up. Always shoulders up, God. All right. God Roll us. shitty. Oh, I rolled well. I got and, it. And I'll likely have a good modifier. Likely. <laughs> Everyone roll, and we shall go around the room and ask you all. Here we are to cheer the day. Ah, there he is. Romeo Casti. Now you are first level, and all I shall tell you about Mr. Alcasti is he is not. Knowledge, nobility, I shall start with. As a freebie, me to you, because I'm a benevolent DM. Generosity is my middle name. May I take a 10 on this roll? Sure. 18. Reputation precedes him, Romeo Casti. 
is a challenge rating of two. His morals would lay him somewhere in the neutral axis. And you believe he is a skilled bard. A few levels. Well, what's at a level? What's a level? You don't know. Above yourself. Decently strong. Cunning, charming. You find yourself slightly attracted to him. Especially now that he's taking some of his clothes off. Oh, behave. All that, all that doffing. All, all that doffing. Can we see his titties? Weak sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I will tell you, he has an initiative modifier of plus five, bringing me up to 24. Thou art going first. <laughs> the fall got a 24. Ooh, what's uh, his, no, your, what is your roll? modifier for your dexterity, sir? Oh, uh, modifier for dexterity. Am I fighting or can I just eat? <laughs> uh, gonna, modifier if, is if anyone wishes to break this combat for any crazy reason, I just want you all to stay in the moment and you can act upon your turn. Or in, sure, endlessly I'll, delay, you know. I'll give you my initiative, good sir. Thank you. I'm going to push your button. Uh, my dexterity modifier is four. It did. It sucked, but it did. Uh, six for my initiative. Okay, and that would technically put for fall on top. Uh, I, don't, uh, I, I don't see you on the turn track, sir. Yes, because I do not have an actual character sheet set up, so I can't Roll initiative. I need you to add my token manually. Oh, yep, yeah. me too. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Right. I got a 21 initiative. Aha! Going down 15 to 20s? Because as Frank noted earlier, I don't always roll a 20, but when I do, it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but when I do. It's the rollmonger's motto. All right, Fafal got you in there. Um, dropping 10-ish, 5 to 10. Um, that would be me and Winston. All right. What'd you get there, Leon? 10. All right. So using the magic of roll 20 to realign my initiative track order. Oh. Let's start with Fafal, who I believe is still hanging out uh, with uh, So for my turn, I Lady would Marilla. be... Well, I'm actually going to delay until after combat starts. All right. Oh, but of course, but of course. She leans over and whispers in your ear, care to make a wager? As much as I owe many a things to Lord Gildervard. And which gentleman do you favor? Uh, I wager on Alcasti. Really? Oh, you rat bastard. Hey, you can't hear me. Oh, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> two, two fingers up, right? Dude, I pulled your ass out of a river. That's yes. right. Last minute preparations before combat. They bring each gentleman a bit of a drink, you know, and uh, there's uh, there's Guild of Varth knocking back a shandy. Actually, what are you knocking back there today? Uh, today it's Two Town Cider House Pacific Pineapple. Yes, and it because it sports the family crest, of course. I love that black that, silhouetted tree on there. It's awesome. That sounds delicious. Dude, it is quite, it's like drinking candy. It sounds so good. It's so good. <laughs> Can we get it here? Could we import it? Hands across the water. Oh, he's he's doing the teardrop down the fate. Thanks, I, man. I'm, I'm so sad you can't have one. <laughs> I'm partaking in something that you Americans. Holy shite! About. Oh, that seed now beyond shandy. Clamato. Uh, yeah, it's not racist or anything. You guys, no. you guys don't have Caesar, Caesar. in the states. You have my yeah, it's my drink. Of, that's my drink of choice, man. This is my drink of choice. So much my drink of choice that this is I bought. I buy it by the case now. 
Damn. Yep. Nothing it's like a good Caesar. Delicious. And I just wanted to prove to people that you can literally live on nothing but tomatoes. <laughs> Do you actually like rim the can just for <laughs> part of me? What? Excuse me. <laughs> Is that like doffing your cape? No, 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 gentlemen. No, we're talking I, about I, I, drinks. Actually, that is the one part of the Caesar I do not like. Okay, is the rimmer is an actual sort of a salt based powder like, that like the wet nice... edge of the glass goes into that you can sort of sip and add as you turn the glass around and getting the salty substance in your drink. Yeah, on a margarita they mix salt and sugar together, and they do that with that. They do that, but on a Caesar, it's celery salt and seasoning salt mixed together and then rimmed. It's, uh, it's... that's. That it sounds looks, good. It's brown. It, little, it actually looks like cinnamon there on the edge of your glass. Sounds quite good. It's, Mix it's, a little vodka in there. And that's a season. For our next get-together. Because if you're listening to this, you must know that our studio is virtual. We use Zencaster. We use OBS. We use Roll20. We use Zoom. And none of us are in the same room together. But we do have sort of a face-to-face on a video chat so we can see each other as well as the game board. Recently, we, trying... We all speak binary. Yes. <laughs> Recently, we all tried to go to a convention and that kind of panned out. So we gathered in my kitchen slash living room, brought in some friends, some other Canadians, because it's easier to get them over here than fly people in from the States at last minute notice, and tried our hand at second edition. And you can hear a little bit tidbit of that, because instead of playing Doomsday Dawn like everyone else, we tried a Pathfinder Society adventure called Ark Lord's Envy. We got halfway through it, about six hours, and we will begin posting it soon as Rollmonger's official playtest test, and we'll be adding and swapping out some of the cast so everybody has a go. So, uh, Jay, you've done more reading on Second Ed. Quick question for you. What yep. do they do with the ride skill? Did they uh, append that at all? <laughs> uh, the ride skill at the moment is a skill feat. Stupid Otherwise, it requires a handle uh, animal check before you make your ride check. Yeah, you have to uh, make it animal friendly to you if you want yep. to ride it. Which so you can do by either intimidating it or... Right. And since this is going to be a mounted combat ca- campaign, we shall adopt all those rules now. <laughs> Cut your wine. Anyway. Getting... Well, I mean, come on. A feat? A, are you kidding me? So there's not like a single commoner that can ride a horse with any proficiency. Getting back to the conversation at time. <laughs> it's a skill feed. You don't have to put that many investments in it. Come on. Young Master Fafal. Dilly. You telling me you actually favor uh, the accused would-be lord over the man who saved your life. I do not see it as an accused man versus my lord. I see it as two combat. How very interesting. And when it comes combatant to combatant, I, I'm very good at reading people. Truly, truly. And Alcasti has some things hidden up his sleeve. I'm sure of this. He is a man that uh, there's, there's more than meets the eye. And uh, I, I got a gut feeling. A little, little whisper of wind, uh, would you say, that I favor him in this fight. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Not not letting on who she might know is the better man, or who she may not may or may not know more about. She sort of looks you over and makes a decision and says, "All right, I'll wager the, you this: if your man wins, I shall wait for Frank to stop making noise." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so win. I shall I, see what I can do. I wish the audience at home could see the expression on Frank's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shall remove everyone's initiative. Maybe that'll keep them from talking and interrupting. I shall see what I can do to fast track that certain application into our society. 
Sounds wonderful. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying if you lose, I will slow it down. You know, due process, and we are having a look at you. Well, of course, but of course. And, you know, the society, I believe, could use someone like you. However, if your man wins, I will personally flat fast track said application. If your man loses, your first mission will, well, perhaps you'll find yourself outside of Taldor. Oh, no. And she leaves it. <laughs> she leaves it at that. Romeo! As both those two look up, they see Romeo moving in and closing the gap on Varth. Have at you! Spins a chamber, puts gun to his head. Misses! <laughs> Ten! Switch, 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 switch. It just kind of closes his eyes and he's just waggling so this, the, the rapier. Whips his blade at me. Yeah. I take a step back out of the way, unfasten my own cloak, let it drop to the ground, and kind of kick it aside. Take take the uh, tabard that I was wearing under it off, revealing a, a very fine set of parade armor that I'd been wearing. Or this is called Taldane Ooh. dress armor. Mm-hmm. Not much by way of armor bonus, but does look. Quite snazzy. I believe it's on par with studded leather, like a plus three, yes? Uh, it's plus... Yeah, something like that. Let me look. Yeah, plus three. Every rogue should have one. Every. So, a Taldorian... A Taldorian? A Taldane? Folks from Taldor who wear this stuff could technically do roguish stuff and uh, get away with it because they'll never, you know, arrest the guy that's so nicely dressed. May I note, sir, that it is your turn soon. Bartholomew. Yes. Anything going on in your corner? I watched the combat. All right. Lord Gildavarth, it comes down to your turn. May I add, there's a negative one penalty for using, in, I wouldn't say it's improvised, but a practice version of the real thing because it's not weighted properly. Okay. Test this. <clears throat> oh, wooden... oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I almost forgot. What is your flat-footed AC? Because I went first on the round and you were flat-footed. Check it and see. Uh, you lose your bonus to your I AC. I have no dex to AC. The number's 10, yeah. Jeff. Suck it right now. <laughs> I've got no dex. Uh, I've got no dex. Um, yeah. For those in the know, that was actually a, quite a good sick double burn on me, and Frank has no idea the win he just got for GCP Nation. All right. <laughs> All right. So I will have at him, you know, taking a couple of test swipes with this wooden weapon to gauge its weight and efficiency. I will, as a swift action. <laughs> on your turn, you're like, wait oh, a minute. Whoa. Move action. <laughs> See that? That's yep. going to be you. And then you just and bring it to bear. And then I issue forth a challenge. Ah, suck it. Ooh. Is that a free action, a standard action, a move action? It's a swift action. Oh, sweet. Okay. So as a swift action, I utter forth the, uh, where is it, sword challenge. Once per day, uh, Cavalier can challenge foe to combat. Uh, the Cavalier chooses one target within sight. Cavalier's melee attacks do extra damage. Uh, against the target of his challenge, extra damage is equal to the Cavalier's level. So, Wow, the grieving mother from Kadira busts in. Where the hell was that when you were protecting my son? Not one of you issued a challenge by Spice. I never got a chance to attack. Really? We're like an episode what? And you guys just start using your abilities now. Yep. And shame. Shame on you all. Let's see. Where am I? You don't break out the big guns till you need them, Jeff. <laughs> Take a five foot step, turn and swing. AC 13. No. Sorry. Deftly dodging. 
and a little sidestep in his hose and his buckled shoes. Da, 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 and dodge. Hosiery. He's wearing hose. You know. Hosiery. Hosiery? He's wearing panty pantyhose. He's wearing hosiery. All right. Yeah, look. See? It's down the below the knee. Sort of a goldish tan color with his I'd say mauve or pink leggings with a crimson stripe. Matching his doublet vest and his gold suit vest, puffy sleeves. We do look fashionable while we fight. Next up, Leon. What's going on in your corner, sir? Absolutely nothing. I would never interrupt a combat. Okay. Winston has left to go into the kitchen. Back to Fafal. Uh, and this time, I would pull the envelope and papers that I had gathered previously on our adventures uh, in my scarf and hand them over to Lady Marilia. Well, well, well. I must say this sweetens the deal. I was right to bet on you. Now let's see how well I fare betting against you. Do you care to up the ante? Oh, my dear. I would love to, but at the same time, I'm a man of, at the moment, a few coin. Oh, no, 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 no. We're betting on your career. Oh, my career, my career. I would never take money from you. Um... After all, if I'm going to be your future employer, as it were. Fair enough. We must start things off having a little fun. Uh, sure, let's up the ante. Uh, what do you have in mind? Well, uh, assuming you lose the bet and due process does put you in my organization, I can't help to notice that you have a certain, shall we say, je ne sais quoi about your complexion. Tell me. Have you ever been to Osirian? Uh, I've, I've stopped there once or twice, uh, breezed through as it may, uh, but never never for long. It's a, it's a nice place. What do you ask? Hmm. So you've spent most of your time in Kadira then? Uh, yes, uh, mo most of my time in Kadira. Oh, we shall see, she says, play placing two delicate fingers on her chin and sort of mimickingly pointing her head as if you should turn back to the combat as well. Romeo, coming back in. Strongly, swishing, swashing. 16. Oh, hits. Ha ha! First touch is mine. I got, I got a feeling that's not the first time he said that. For five points of non-lethal damage. Whack. Ew. Luckily, he can't hear you. But he does jump back and you just kind of like Bartholomew leans in and tells the noble beside him. Bartholomew leans in and Bartholomew, can I have a... Do you have, we have uh, Knowledge Marshal, Knowledge Tactics, um, I believe? I... I think there's a Marshal Knowledge, is there not? I don't know. No, I, I have no knowledge of such things. Knowledge Tactics with Merrick and Ryan's go-to in Star Wars and we shot first. But in this, I believe they have had yeah. added, at least in Hero Lab, they had uh, Knowledge yeah. Marshal. Okay. Okay. How about this? Okay. Give me a. I'll give you a flat check. Okay. Give me your intelligence modifier and okay. your level. Add them together, and give me give me a roll. I got a nineteen. While he's contemplating, under these circumstances, in house around some furniture that's just close enough to be distracting, in light armor or no armor, with the lighter sword. If we're just whacking at each other, going for touches and small amounts of damage. The positioning, the stances of the two men, the way they fight, odds do favor Romeo. 
your tactical knowledge tells you this. I'm not saying he's a sin in for the win, but he does have the advantage. Lord Gildavarth, it is your turn, sir. Good luck to you. Um, so I will attempt to demoralize him and bring his motives into question as to why he, he feels like he deserves the honor to be in this court, that he is unworthy. And are you proclaiming this loudly or are you getting all soft in his face? Kind I, of, am, you know? I am proclaiming this loudly so that his public humiliation is for everyone to see. Okay. And this is an intimidate, this is an intimidate check, intimidate I believe. check, yeah. And is there a flat DC or you just got to um, hit my... So let me look here. Actually, I got it here on the magic screens that it's I never use. 10 plus hit dice plus wisdom modifier. All right. Here we go. 20. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's see. So let's see what the effect is. So he's demoralized. You know, kind of whip my sword around as I kind of dust the bruise off my cheek with one hand. That's a pretty substantial hit for me. I don't have many hit points. Um, and say that regardless of that hit, he is unworthy to even stand before me. Okay. All the color drains out of his face. He looks down at his sword. He, he was sure he hit you in the shoulder. And now you're kind of doing that, you know, <laughs> you've really pissed me off. And he looks rather uncertain and nervously starts looking around as we, you know, recircle. So I think a shaken is minus two to a few things, but I don't have the chart up in front of me right now. That's fine. And um, with the shaken condition, now is that a standard action to demoralize me? Yeah. Okay. And you want to move? I will. Yeah, I'll take a five foot step back. Okay. Now, Leon has stated that he would not interfere, and the gentleman can see me ticking by the counter, so I'll wait to see if anyone jumps in. Leon, Winston, back to Fafal. But I, I, I would definitely follow up with, well, if that is the ante if I lose, what about if I win? She smiles at you and says, I'm not betting on Varth to win. I'm just betting whether or not you and your man lose. You agreed to my terms too quickly, young Master Fafal, she says, smiling. But we shall see. Ah, ah. Ooh, you have played me, my dear. Turning back to the combat, Romeo hesitates, looking around the room, realizing he can't just sort of back down now. He does continue, but the man does look visibly shaken. Less panache in his step. Coming at you with what should be a higher roll, he lunges unsurely, but the still the weight and the lack of movement around scores him a total of 16 more based on luck than skill. Hits. This time, only three points not hitting you as badly grazing your leg. You have taken a total of eight hit points non-lethal, sir. Eight of 11. Eight of 11. Bartholomew. I always knew Samish's tongue was sharper than his sword. Hmm. I think to myself. He is 15 feet from you. Do you wish to aid your companion in this fight somehow? You can't interfere. However, you do notice the crowd are jeering and making suggestions and get him and blah, you know, that kind of thing. Perhaps some tactical advice? Think of Rocky and there's a little man in the corner, you know, whether or not Rocky can hear him. They're like, get out of there, get out of there, get him in the corner, you know, that kind of thing. Can I, can I intimidate him to do better? <laughs> I, 
Um, I swear, Samish, you're going to get it twice as worse if you take this. I don't. I, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> I was thinking more of like an aid another check, which I would allow to give Samish, you know, a possible bonus. You know, if you pull off the DC, or you want to intimidate him, he just complies, right? He, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to check. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is an interesting thing I'm willing to explore. Okay. Intimidate check. And if Frank doesn't mind, we'll actually have it go straight off of Frank's level and such. So a 10 plus Frank's level is, oh, sorry, so it's Vars level is one. Plus Vars Wisdom modifier, which would be what? Plus one. Okay, so a DC of 12. Okay. So make your Intimidate check. Let's hear what Bartholomew has to say in his deep voice shouting across the crowd. Now, people are shouting, and he is more than 10 feet away. So it's negative one for 10 feet. So that's 13. And in the din, I'm going to say there's another, let's say, two. Because everyone hearing their own voice of allies would want... 14. Oh, well, sir. What were we at? 12... 13, 14, that would be 15. That would be so close, but no. So close. So close, but no. Might I suggest if you want to attempt this again, that you just delay your action until a point where there's a, a dip in the crowd volume. Try again for him next round. Yeah. Bring. Okay, everyone's shouting at you. You you think you hear Bartholomew threatening crowd, you know. <laughs> he's rallying to your defense, Varth, you know, like he's threatening people that are cheering for Romeo, maybe. Can't quite make it out. You must concentrate on the fight. Lord Varth, it's your turn. What do you do? I will step forward and attack. Hey-ya! Uh, do these wooden swords have a crit range of 19 to 20 like a regular long Yes, sword? they will. Then that's a threat. Ooh. And roll to confirm. What did you get? You got a natural 19. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Rolled off the 19. Oh. Roll to confirm. A, reg a regular hit and the fight. Pray continues. And ability checks. Nope. Demoralized does not help that. All right. Okay. For four points, I am destined to get my ass kicked. Oh, Bartholomew. You're not sure if he heard you or not, but he does. He starts hitting back. Thank you. Roll 20. And they will never sponsor us because you guys keep bitching. Moving on. <laughs> Maybe war games will help us. <laughs> Fails. Outnumber the natural 20s almost two to one. Hey, you know, almost everyone I, I've run. So. I told you, boys, I don't mind not looking at ugly mugs. Just get your camera pointing at a dice tray and you can roll rocks like me. So shall we continue, Leon, steadfastly watching, silently willing his companion to beat the crap out of this horrible, horrible little man. Winston coming back from the kitchen. Halfling's gone and uh, you didn't miss much. Both men look like they're, you know, just circling and whacking away for fall. Ah, spirits lifted. Your guy, you know, um, well, oh, no, wait a minute. Your guy let off heavy, then he got uncertain, and now the guy you're betting against uh, <clears throat> starts getting hits on your dude. You remain silent. <laughs> remain yeah, silent. no, I mean, Fafal pretty much would say <laughs> silent. He is not a cheerer. He isn't. Yeah, he's not a cheerleader. Okay. He's not a okay. coach. He, he's, he's not your ring okay. man or whatever, your towel boy. He, he's an observer. All right, gentlemen. Romeo, again, because I am a fair, fair DM, I will just, like, get right in there. I am at negative two. I am shaking. I think that only lasts a round. Frank, shut up. Oh, okay. Uh, awesome. I mean, it's one round for every time you beat it by five, so. Yeah, I got a 20 versus whatever the DC was. 12? Oh, so, yeah, he's... <laughs> still, shaking. still shaking okay 19 plus my bonuses yeah. which is a critical threat oh, with a melee i was rapier possible i was possible destined to lose this fight so 
Possible crit, crit. 15 and 17. Yep. Crit confirmed. I'm out. Hang on, hang on. I only have three hit points, dude. A bludgeoning, because it's a wooden sword. He goes, and you suffer what is known as a pimp slap. Oh. Non-lethal damage, and the target dazed for 1d4 rounds. This is... But your ego. Okay. Oh my god, a natural one, which is... Now, does shaken affect my damage? Okay, so um, I actually owe you two hit points from last round. Okay. So you're actually at six, not eight. And I only do one point this round. So now you're at seven, taken off out of 11. Okay. And you are dazed for three rounds. Okay. So he bitch slaps, I mean, sorry, pimp slaps you. And, uh, you, know, you know, you take it across the brow and he begins, you know, staggering around the dazed condition. Anyone? Anyone? That doesn't. I got to start taking levels on Barbarian. That's tasseled. <laughs> the creature is unable to see well because of overstimulation of the eyes. It's a dazzled. dazzled. It's not dazed. What? Dazed. Ah, damn it. So close. Yeah, you were almost on that, buddy. Uh, look, they maybe, both... Maybe you should lay off look, the beers. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> you need to slow down. Look, it, it's... D-A-Z-Z or D-A-Z-E. They're fucking close it's, enough. It's fine. Fafa will bring you back into the realm of the players and we'll have no more need for a rules lawyer. No, but... uh, It was a fun test. That is a pretty brutal... ...can take no action but has no penalty to AC. So how long was I dazed for? Three rounds. Nice. This fight's over. Maybe. Unable act normally. No actions. But doesn't now? How do you not have a? Okay, so you can't act normally, and yet you can keep your AC up. That's kind of interesting. Well, you still have like you can still move around and stuff. You just can't like focus long enough mm. to hit people with something. Oh, okay. It's not saying the creature is unable to act normally. It's going, hey, the creature is unable to act normally, so he takes no actions. But okay, I got gotcha. you. Righto, Bartholomew. The crowd swoons, <gasps> but does pause in its volume. <clears throat> Ooh. Now I can yell. <laughs> kick him in the tender bits. Bite him. Don't kick. You might miss. <laughs> Damn it, Samish Gildevarth. You're a high noble of Taldor. Act your part. Okay. Awesome. Roll. Uh, is for intimidate. For every five he beats your intimidate check, I will reduce the day's condition by one round. Oh, 27. God. Seven. 27. Jesus. All right. That's going to peel off two rounds. It says here in the condition track, dazed usually lasts one round, and these nasty cards did 1d4. So, shaking your wits back into you, your friend helps you, not in the fight, but regarn your senses. When we come back around to your turn, I will end the dazed condition. However, we are still in the same round that he dazed you. It is your turn. You can take no actions. Varth staggering around. Bartholomew yelling at him. You see Varth like shaking his head vehemently to, you know, try and shake off the effects. Pressing his fingers into his eyes and his temples. And life basically sucks for you back to fall at the top of V. Lady Marilla leans in. All right, she says, sensing her loss. I'll let you in on a little secret. Seem I'm about to lose. Instead of making you go where the society wishes you to go, 
we'll let you choose. But, she says, and she leans in and whispers something that makes both of Fafal's eyebrows shoot straight up in the air in surprise. The man's jaw opens up agape, and she just smiles once, like, yep, it's true. Romeo has the day. Now, first he was beat red and frustrated, abandoned satisfaction. Stripped off his magnificent cloak, took up a wooden sword, and wanted just to beat the crap out of you. Flushed with the satisfaction of whacking you once, twice, unsure and a little bit demoralized, watching you stagger about, he decides to take the high road. And instead of getting his satisfaction, he turns to the princess and once more tries to salvage what he really wants, his case. What's interesting, though, is he is so flabbergasted at this point, his Talden accent slips back into his Varesian accent that he picked up so many years ago. Your Grace, I would never speak against a man who is so dearly related to yourself, but surely one cannot put faith into every rumor spoken at court, he says, sort of shrugging at Varth implying if, you know, the man can't even hold his feet, then perhaps he spoke ill. Now, besides what the princess may think, half of the crowd does kind of start reconsidering. <laughs> Bartholomew, waiting to see if your words have an effect? Yes, they do. Varth takes the moment of reprise that he has given, collects his senses, you're certain because of your brave words and intimidation tactics. And once again, it is Vars' turn. The round is cleared on Romeo's as he turns his attention briefly to the princess, Lord Varth. What do you do? And you better make it good. <laughs> 